It's outside the box, not wanting to speculate, but this is an exception. Today's topic is what if? I don't like what if questions. Too much is speculation, guesswork, and dreams, not reality. However, I think we need to evaluate the Ukrainian response to Russia's invasion of Ukraine's borders. Could it have been different? Could many of the thousands of lives already lost been saved? Could Ukraine have responded in a way that might have prevented wholesale destruction of its country, homes, roads and bridges, industrial facilities, and agricultural products? One option is civil resistance, nonviolent defense in opposition to Russia's invasion of Ukraine. What do I mean by that? I mean that Ukrainians would not take up arms as a military against the Russian invaders, but would resist Russian troops in so many ways that the occupiers would want to leave Ukraine. It's not as if Ukrainians don't know how to protest or act against threats to their democracy. In 2004, the Orange Revolution included massive bloodless demonstrations, including up to half a million in Kyiv, against an attempt by one presidential candidate to rig the election. Ultimately, the country's highest court threw out the rigged election and declared the previous loser to be the winner. But that was Ukrainians versus other Ukrainians. Ukraine has managed to get weapons from the U.S. and European countries to attempt to fight toe-to-toe against Russian troops but so far they've been outgunned by the massive Russian military. Struggling against the strength of an opponent is not a good strategy. The Russians can afford to lose thousands of soldiers and weapons. Ukraine, even with help, does not have equal military strength. Russia was expecting a military response and knew how to handle that. Would that have been true for civil resistance? So Ukrainian civil resistance could have been, and might still be if its military loses, a better way to defend the country and its democratic principles and resist foreign domination. One major advantage of civil resistance is that every Ukrainian can take part, not just younger men and whoever stays behind to support them. Almost every one of the 44 million Ukrainians, except perhaps perhaps for some Russia files, could be a resistor. Being a resistor requires a lot of courage, but when someone is struggling to hold on to their country and democracy, it's the same courage, whether engaging in war or being a civil resistor. Had Ukraine let the Russians attempt to occupy the country, there most likely would not have been the wholesale destruction of property or the killing of tens of thousands. Much of the death and destruction has been long-range, which might not have happened if Russian soldiers were on the ground amidst the Ukrainian people. Russian troops would have threatened residents and likely brutally killed some to attempt to get cooperation. But killing a soldier is easier than an unarmed civilian. International support would have been even more pro-Ukraine and anti-Russia if there was no military resistance. Instead of a war with charges and countercharges, the Ukrainian people 
could have demonstrated that all the cruelty was on the side of Russia. More pressure by the Russian people to bring their own troops home would have made a large difference as well. Civil resistance can take many forms, refusing to give housing or food to Russian occupiers, removing street signs so soldiers would not know how to get around, cutting supply lines between Ukraine and Russia, daily rallies and demonstrations against the occupation, nightly sabotage of Russian equipment and weapons, refusing to communicate with occupiers or hacking their computer emails, banging pots and pans together. The forms of resistance are endless. The consistent message would be, Russians are not welcome here. This is our land. Go home. Russian soldiers might be in the midst of Ukraine, but they would not control the minds or bodies of the Ukrainian people. However, some situations are better than others to use civil resistance. Ukraine is not one of those. Where many Ukrainians, especially in eastern regions, speak mostly Russian and have family in Russia, there is less ethnic solidarity than situations where an invader speaks a different language and has little in common with the invaded nation. And Russia's superior firepower and troop supply make it hard to resist long term. Civil resistance to the Russian invasion would be a stretch, but not an impossibility. However, given what has happened so far, we may never know. Do you think Ukraine could have responded differently to Russian threats and its invasion? Could the results have been better for Ukraine? I'm Larry Danzinger, urging more use of civil resistance because it's often more effective.